can't talk now because I'm recording. Hiya, this is Bad Mama and welcome to my new podcast series, Influencer, where I go in search of some of the world's most unconventional social media influencers. And just like Influenza, they've gone viral. Their videos reach millions of views all around the world. I want to know where it started and where it's going to end. I've got the most bog-standard recording equipment. It's unscripted. I've no idea how to edit. So no matter what they say, it's going to have to go in. I've got kids running around behind me, a dog snoring in front of me, but it's better than homeschooling. So sit back, relax, maybe grab yourself a drink and enjoy these no-filter interviews. Was that all right? All right, I'll press stop. I'm going to go and top my glass up first. This evening, I got to talk to Officially Hinged, a.k.a. Lee. He's got thousands of followers on Instagram. He gets millions of views on his videos from people just watching him clean. It's not just any old cleaning, it's hinching, a new phenomenon that started a little while ago, and it's just daily maintenance of your house. But you don't just clean. You have to show that you're cleaning on Instagram because apparently there's a world out there of people who are obsessed with watching other people clean. Disinfecting, hoovering, mopping, lighting fragrances, wax melts, you name it. People just love to watch it. There's this satisfaction with watching before and afters. Now, for the sake of this podcast and for people that don't know me or know Officially Hinch, we thought we would pretend not to know each other and give a professional interview But the truth is, we go way back and we are besties and he's really pissed off with me because he's been in Australia for the last six weeks and I've helped myself in his bedroom to all his cleaning stuff. This is the first time I've spoke to him since he's come back and he's fuming. Cue the passive aggression. Is that recording your end? Did it come up? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. Mr. Officially Hinged. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. You're looking very well. Um, I, am I? Is that a lie? Yeah. <laughs> Prick. <laughs> right, so, what is your real name? My name is Lee, for those that don't oh, do know. Do I refer to you as uh, Lee or Officially Hinged or OH? The OH, please, as in the GC, but the OH. I kind of yeah. like it, though. I think that you should change your um, your actual name to just the OH. Well, you said it, not me. No, I've, I should. You're right. Um, it's a work in progress, but hopefully I can just be known as the OH. The OH. Well, Mr. OH, so I've been following you for a while now. I'm a big fan. Um, I don't think we've ever met in person, have we? Well. (laughs) Not that we can remember. No, exactly. I mean, my memory's really, really bad because even if I had a... Just go with it. Just go with it. We'll go with it. No, it's it's really, really nice to meet you for the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully when we come out of this lockdown, we'll be able to meet in person. Hopefully. That's if we don't piss each other off too much tonight. Well, you're having a drink. Nice. What are you drinking there? I'm drinking rosé. Right. It's a box of wine. You get three bottles in a box for nine quid. Where's that? Asda? Tesco. Tesco. Right. Well, thanks for that. No worries. So let's talk about what... (laughs) Let's talk about... Let's get down to it, shall we? So I've been following you for a while. Yep. And um, I have to say, you are one of the group of the unconventional social media influencers. And by that, I mean that you have built a massive following by doing something that is slightly odd. Not the norm. Um, Definitely what a collective of people would be into. Maybe not everybody. So tell us us a bit about that, will ya? So what do you mean by... Not the norm. Do not clean. Well. Your house looks um, all right, so it looks like you do clean. No, if I'm honest with you, <laughs> good point, but if I'm honest with you, I don't <clears throat> um, make like a big song and dance about it. You know, if I get the hoover out, I don't suddenly turn into Freddie Mercury and filming myself hovering and dancing. Like, you've created this world of cleaning. Yeah, there Am was. Right? Well, there was a girl band who had a hit single out last year where they were dancing around their house with a hoover. Don't know if you saw it online. Oh, they sound like a bunch of knobs. It's called Get Up. <clears throat> no. no. 
no. I don't think anyone saw no. that. But hang on, weren't that the video that you were in? Well, I might have been in it, yeah, by accident. I might have seen it on your page. You might have seen it on yeah, my I page. Yeah, I might have seen it on your page. Yeah. So tell me, but tell me about your account. Tell me what you do and, and how someone like you, Mr. Lee, suddenly became the OH and now has, what, <clears> like 60,000 followers? You're like this cleaning guru. I'm on my way to 60,000, I think. I don't actually know the exact number at the moment, but it all started very, very suddenly. It was March 2019. Um, my good friend Lucy, who is Cleaning with Lucy on Instagram, started um, vlogging and started sort of sharing all of her cleaning tips, um, taking photos of all the stuff that she buys for the house and... Um, doing a bit of cleaning, sending me the befores and afters and stuff like that. And she joined the Instagram cleaning community first and basically convinced me that I needed to join in. Um, and during this time, I think about... Wait, wait, what do you mean by the Instagram cleaning community? So when um, the likes of Jotty's Journal, Lindsay Queen of Clean and more recently Mrs Hinch um, joined Instagram... They basically started what's known as the InstaClean community. Um, and then obviously Mrs Hinch now has the Hinching community. So the difference between cleaning and Hinching is that Hinching is very much inspired by one person. Cleaning is for everybody. Um, and I think the main thing for me was having somebody who's basically lived on their own pretty much since I moved out at 17... The goal was to be able to clean and to kind of make the house look as good as possible on a budget because I've only sort of, you know, I've never had the money to really splurge on expensive stuff for the house. I've always gone to places like B&M, Home Bargains, Poundland. Oh, I <clears> love <throat> B&M. I love Home Bargains. I go in there for one thing and I come out with 500 things. What's the craziest thing that you've ever bought in B&M when you've only gone in for a pint of milk or something? I think the maddest thing I've ever bought going into B&M, and bearing in mind I knew what I was going in, in there for, I was going in there for dog biscuits, and I came out with a garden bench. Right, okay. Now, at the time, at the time it was middle of winter. And you don't have a garden? I didn't need a fucking garden bench. No, I had a garden at this point. I mean, if I didn't have a garden, I'd be more concerned. But it was middle of winter and it was massive. I couldn't even get it in the car. Yeah, it, but that stuff happens to me all the time. I go in for one thing and come out with something else. You've never come out with a T-Rex outfit? Oh, shit. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <clears throat> I came out with a full... T-Rex costume, full dinosaur legs and everything. Look, I think a lot about a lot of what my page is all about is capitalising, well, enjoying the little things in life that actually make you smile. You don't always have to have a reason for everything. Now, a lot of people could look at that as, you know, you've obviously got money to burn, but there is nothing better than taking 20 quid into B&M or Home Bargains and buying a load of shit that you don't need, but it makes you smile. So I think <laughs> as long as you're paying your bills, you're paying your rent, you pay your mortgage, your kids are eating, I just think if you've got a bit of spare money to buy something that makes you happy every month, it doesn't matter what it is, it could be a bag of pegs for the line, it could be... A bottle of Sephora, it could be anything you want it to be, you know? All right, but listen, your your little bit of happiness, from what I watch, is getting out cloths and sponges, spraying sides down, wiping them over. There's always some fancy yeah. music behind that. Like, does that really give you satisfaction? Absolutely. There's nothing better than a good, nice new pack of clean cloths, a new fresh minky... You ask anyone, a clean minky... What the hell is a fresh minky? Well, it's a scrubbing pad. I mean... It's an antibacterial... I don't really want to know what you... Mm, yeah, that sounds a bit dodgy to me. Look, 
I think a lot of it goes back to obviously when I was younger and my mum always used to give me pocket money to clean. Being a mum of three, she was cleaning the house every single day. You know, we were brats. We were messy. We never did as we were told. Yeah. We, One of us was always grounded at one point or another. And that was just the way it was. And in order to get our house clean, Mama Trace used to bribe one of us with a fiver and we'd have to do it. And then I think when I moved out... I kind of had to apply the same rules to my house, uh, to my own house. And I started doing all of these things to try and cut corners and save money. So I'd mix cleaning products together. I'd water down things like um, fabric softener and spray it all over the house. Then I realised that there was a safer way and a more cost-effective way of doing it. And then as cleaning's got more popular over the years, the prices of everything have gone down. And I always say... If you're going to motivate somebody to get a job done and to clean something that they might not have wanted to clean, they've put it off for ages, giving them a nice shiny new product, which costs a pound, if that motivates somebody to achieve something with their day and to get a bit of self-satisfaction, you know, um, then I'm happy to be a part of that. But it's a little bit obsessive. I feel like, right, so I watch some of these cleaning accounts, right? You were like an army of cleaners. Correct. There is no stopping you. You are unstoppable. If if a new cleaning product comes out, you all just lose your hair about it. You all just go nuts over it. We lose You're our shit. sharing it. Yeah. You lose your absolute shit. I've never seen people go so crazy over clean like what is it about we all have that common interest and i think it all comes from again going back to what makes certain people happy are the little things in life so we're talking you know little trinkets for the home the the next uh, disinfectant out you know the next cleaning cloth that's coming out there's certain things that they call it spark joy and that was a term that was created by Marie Kondo, who really is fucking obsessed with folding and cleaning and you'd hate her. <laughs> but she's great at what she does. And I think <clears throat> where Mrs. Hinch is quite relatable, she's young, she's, um, she's from Essex, you know, she looks amazing. I've never heard of her. Who is Miss Hinch? Well, because I, from what I know, it was all about Kim Wood, Woodburn. Well, Wood, I mean, name? Kim I'm, Woodburn I'm, back I'm, in the day. I'm old enough to remember when Kim and Aggie used to take, you know, the the little swab of shit down to the lab, test it, come back. Yeah, you know, that was fun. I I, I, I like that. I, I like really, the shit swabbing. I really really enjoyed that show, and I loved the transformations and stuff like that. With Hinchin, it's a little bit different because you've got to have mastered it. It's got to be clean already. So you kind of clean and then you can clean on camera. And again, it's all about trying to get people up out their arse, you know, taking pride in what they've got around them and making the best of what they've got. Because the thing is, we ain't all got money, you know, to burn. I don't wear designer clothes. Um, I don't go on a lot of holidays. Just had six weeks in fucking Australia. I was going to say, man. But I don't normally... I don't normally... (laughs) I don't normally go on a lot of holidays. I don't have an extravagant life. I, you know, I I get paid a wage and whatever's left over, um, which is my money, I would pay... Obviously, wine is a big, big factor in my monthly wage, you know, once the wine's gone... Yeah, I can understand that, though. Once the wine... I can understand that. Once the wine, the vodka, the gin, once once all that's been paid for, the fags, everything, I've got about £12.50 to last me the rest of the month. And I... What, and that goes on cleaning products and you don't eat? Well, I can go to Poundland and I can get a a good haul for 12 quid... You know, you can go to Home Bargains, £25 later, you've got yourself a new living room. Tell me what your buys are. What's your glory buy? When I, when I catch you in that B&M down that aisle and I look in that basket, what's in there? One of my major 
Um, well, one thing I'm very, very enthusiastic about is home fragrance. Um, I love anything Febreze, anything, you know, designer fragrances, um, air fresheners, reed diffusers, um, plugins. I love wax melts, candles, anything like that that makes your house smell nice. Because I think scent as yeah, well. Yeah, because I've heard that you don't like dog smells, and you don't when you go to people's houses who have dogs, you're quite actually rude about it. And I've I've heard like through the grapevine, quote me if I'm wrong, that you go around their house plugging in plugins and lighting wax melts, and you know just being quite an arsehole about it. <clears throat> well, we've all got pets, and I think you know, I think when you walk into someone's house and you haven't been around there for a while, and their house smells of dog, you know. Yeah. The best thing to do is get the Sephora out, spurt a little bit of Sephora all over it, you know. Light, yeah. light Even few, though it's quite harmful to dogs. Light a few wax melts. Let's not go down that route. Um, <laughs> but there is a dog-friendly Sephora. There is. Um, there's a couple. It's like another world because when I, when I log on, so I started following you when you just started, right? Yeah. And you had your little pictures on there and you were having fun with it. Then suddenly... You hit 10k, and it was like a different ball game. You were using flash. You were using oh, just just everything. You you were cleaning. You were wiping sides down. You were filming it, and then suddenly you hit around 20k, and you changed again because I think that's when you started to appear. Because you never used to appear on camera, did you? It was all just your hands and stuff, and and a bit of music and cleaning, and then you started to show yourself. Not putting myself out there too much was all based on the fact that it all happened very very quickly and the no I mean there are people that are trying to get to 10,000 that have been trying for two years and amazing people people deserve to be way above where I am now but I I got there very quickly and I wasn't really ready for it but the day that I turned 10k do you think that's because you're a little bit different though because obviously you've you're a bloke and I don't see any blokes doing it. I mean, there are... Do you think it's because of that? I mean, obviously, like, there are guys out there that are doing it. Mancini has been doing it for a long time, longer than I've been doing it. Um, but, yeah, there's some really good male accounts out there. But, again, with what I wanted to do was kind of, you know, make it a bit bright, a bit sparkly, um, sort of bring in the LGBTQ plus factor into it because obviously like yourself yeah um I've always been you know I've loved gay pride I've always been a massive activist for that community um and I I tried how, how does your <clears throat> wife feel about that well she she don't like it does she <laughs> she's probably she's probably having an affair with your Darren <laughs> But, um, I knew it, I knew it. But, yeah, like, you had to be different. I mean, the thing is, when I came on, obviously, I was very inspired by Mrs Hinch, and I still am. But I think, like, and I will always give credit for the fact that she led everyone to the community and created that vibe. But I think... It... But she weren't doing nothing new, though, was she? Well... Like, <clears throat> she comes from a good, a, a long line of greats. I tell you what I love. So what is it about her that made everyone say, "Oh, we're gonna because because Kim's on on Instagram. Yeah. Why aren't why aren't people Kimsters or Woodburners? Why wood aren't we Woodburners? Look, I I think I think the one thing that I can say about Mrs. Hinch. I mean, there's another clean account called Lindsay Queen of Clean. She does a lot on TV as well, and her her. Um, her speciality is natural, eco, eco-friendly cleaning and stuff like that. Which, if in theory, it's cost-reductive, um, trying to get people to be natural and stuff like that. When Mrs. Hinch came around, <clears throat> the one thing that I instantly connected with, I breathed a massive, massive sigh of relief because now, when I bought my friend's birthday presents or you know, when I had stuff in my house, you know, people used to make fun of people, you know, that had the live, laugh, love. And like, um, you ain't, have you? All the sparkly. Have you got live, laugh, love? No, I haven't. In your house? No, I haven't. But like, you know, the ones that kind of. No, but you know, like, if you ever had anything cheap that would look, look like it was from B&M, or if you told people, if you told people that you're, 
you know, you'd done your whole downstairs toilet from Poundland. You'd literally spent 15 quid on the print, you know, all the accessories. If someone said to you, I've done my bathroom for a tenner from Poundland, people would be like, oh, you know, or if you, if I gave you a Christmas present one year and it was a candle from uh, Home Bargains or even a cloth or, you know, it's a floor rug, you'd throw it in my face and go, what the hell is this? And I think she kind of allowed me to sort of introduce... Give people shit presents. Yeah, to be, to be able to live within, you know, a, a new budget, but... To embrace to embrace the, it, the but... not just it's not just for cleaning. It's also you know quite a novelty and it's a nice gift yeah. and it's not just this is a sponge. It's it's, it's, not... it's a birthday sponge. Yeah, and it was kind of like you know it, it, she made it cool and very very um, accepted to shop in places that ne- not necessarily you know were considered credible. Um, yeah, because people call them the cheap shop, the knockoff shop, the you know, the, the you know. But we love that. We love a knockoff shop. We all, I mean, yeah. we all say, "Oh, it's a shitty tat shop. It's full of tat." Yeah. But we all love going there because it's like an indoor market, isn't it? Well, I, I mean, it's got a lot better than that, and I think as well, she's changed a lot of um, the way that it is now. The layouts, everyone's, you know, it's not like a a meat market anymore it's all laid out nicely you know the shops people people actually look forward to having a day out and going there now which the cult that culture was never that's never existed you'd never get anyone that goes oh my god let's all get in the car do you know what we're going to do we're going to do b&m home bargains the range we're going to go to you know ikea and so people just wouldn't get excited about it before and people were always frowned upon if they got their furniture from Ikea or if they got their, you know, if you got a, a bedside table from B&M or a table, like, people were just like, oh, where's this from? You know, and I don't know what we did before them, you know, before places like Wilco. No, what we did before is we still all did it, but no one admitted it. Yeah, and people felt that, that, that they could have been, like, ashamed maybe. But listen, right, I have no problem with people wanting to do up their house. I think it's lovely because you see these chavs that don't even bother. They ain't even got carpet on their stairs and they've got the nails sticking out. Yeah. I really do think it's lovely that people do, with the little money they have and all the kids they have, they go and do their house. I think that's lovely. I've been there myself, you know. You're going to get your show-offs, obviously, you know. You're going to get... Who's the show-off? Go on. Who's the show-off in the cleaning community? So you're, 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 no, I'm joking. We have to cut that. <laughs> no, what I do is I just mute it. No, right. You wish you never said that now, didn't you? All right. At this point, you'll notice I've muted that conversation, never to be disclosed for the sake of our careers. Ask the question again. Okay. Um... What was the So, question? obviously, you're going to get your show. Oh, who's a show? Right. So, who, so, who's a show off in the cleaning community then? Who absolutely shows off? Well, the thing is, I mean, I, I used to think it was the people with the home community, like within the home community. So, there's two different things. You've got the people that clean and you've got the people that just show their house. And the people that show their house, normally they don't clean. You just see it a really, really immaculate house. And I used to unfollow the accounts because I, it made me feel very inferior and it made me feel very insecure about where I was living or, you know, was I not good enough? And I kind right, of... so there's like an elite group. There's an elite <clears throat> cleaning I would No, people, I, I wouldn't... And then you've I, got you lot, the B&Mers. Well, well, not necessarily because the thing is there's the home community, they're very, you know, they're into the paint and it's more about um, textiles. It's about, you know... Um, it's more like interior design. Yeah, it'd be more about interior design. I've got to be honest, I agree with you, that whole bleachy smell, that, that clean looking... You know, when you walk into your bog and mm. you've just cleaned it and it's all bleach smelling... You can't and, beat oh, it's it. it's lovely, isn't you it? You can't beat it. You can't beat it. You know? You can't beat it. So walk in but the can t- I do that every day for the gram? I don't think I can. No, I think it's important as well... Um, to show as much as you can. Like, obviously don't show when the toilet's covered in piss. That's rule number one. Always clean the toilet. Well, but why not? 
Because I've never seen that on your account where you go in and you go, oh, I'm going to clean the toilet today and it's all covered in shit stains and piss stains. You don't show that, do you? Well, you clean it first I, I, yeah, and then you do your cleaning. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm like. I, I would have to clean it first, the states that I get. Yeah, that I well, get then what's the point? Um, because, what's the point? Well, no, and I think actually they call it filth porn. So the, the, there are some accounts out there, Little Miss Mops being one of them, My Maid Mama, um, th- that, have, that are renowned for the dirtier, the better, before and afters. Yeah. They want to see a good bit of grime, a bit of filth, a bit of mould. They want lime scale. They want pure, unadulterated filth. And seeing the before and afters sparks joy. It makes people go, wow. And that is what... But it's not for you. Well, I mean... You don't like showing your shit. Look, I... Because I've never seen a dirty video where you've cleaned dirt to clean. It's always been from... From a bit, oh yeah, the cup might be out of place and there might be a plate there, but the only time I've ever seen real mess from you is when the bloody spag bowl exploded all over your kitchen. A lot of us do maintain it and we do it a lot on off camera so that when we clean on camera, it's not as bad as it would be, say, for instance, if we left it like three months before we filmed. But like... What I love about the cleaning accounts is that they get to do all these different end of tenancies and they get to clean all the houses where the filthy bastards have just moved out and they get to go in and really tackle it. I'm not going to pretend to be that person because I'm not a professional cleaner. I'm also not going to pretend that life is perfect. So I'm somewhere in the the middle of it. I do agree with, you know, using your platform for positivity, showing the best things. Um, I, I agree that... On my page, I want to spark a little bit of joy. I am a bad influencer in the sense that I do talk people into buying shit that they probably don't need, but it makes you smile. But to be honest, if I had a friend like you, I would just go round their house and nick it. So that's probably why. Right. Let's not go down that. I'll just get away with it. Let's not go down that route because I've just been out the country for six weeks and I've realised half my fucking stash is gone. Um, <clears throat> Listen, I haven't touched nothing, I swear to God. And do you know how hard that was? So if that's missing, that's because it's been chucked. I haven't touched a fucking thing. I swear to God. But, I swear to God I ain't touched nothing. But, um, yeah. Maybe I'm, a wax melt. Look, there's so much, that there's so much arguably, like, that we show that we could live without. But there's stuff that just makes... It could be a certain smell. It could be the way that you feel. I mean, I know for a fact that scent and good smells and smells that spark joy, they, they help with anxiety. They help with stress oh, relief. Right. Stress relief. You're right. I liked... I, 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 before all wax melts, candles and all of that, I used to burn incense sticks. And that was the way yeah, to do it Yeah, I love an incense I love them. Um, yeah, beautiful. I still love them. You don't get them as much anymore. I mean, on the Indian market, you'll get no. them now. Up in um, Hounslow. Southall. Southall. I think what Mrs. Hinch created was the start of a viral sort of cleaning sensation, I think. Because, again, it, it's this whole insta-clean that she didn't invent cleaning. Nobody invented cleaning, you know. We've we've had to do it for years. One thing I will say, I will never ever discredit or go back um or go back on why I started what I'm doing. The one thing you've got to do is be a little bit individual um if you want to stand out. In the cleaning community you can't win. If you pay tribute to someone, you're considered being up their ass and, you know, blowing smoke up their ass and, you know, chasing the bigger accounts and then if you put people down obviously you're a troll so you've kind of you know if you copy someone you've got to credit someone if you you know there's so many unwritten rules and I think I just it's like that in in any though in any community it's the same but I just just cleaning It's, it's like the unwritten rules isn't it I just come in I was an outsider and I kind of thought well everyone's got cleaning with blah blah at home with blah blah, hinching with so and so, and I kind of thought, what can I do to fit in, um, 
with everyone else. And that was my, my thing was how can I blend in and be inclusive? And then very quickly you realise you need to stand out and be different because otherwise everything's just the same. People are posting the same things, you know, the same grey homes, the same cleaning products. What can you the do same, to be a little... Yeah, the same pink stuff, the same what, cloths. What can you do to be a little bit different? And, you know, the only thing that I've got that makes me different is that I am who I am, you know? What have you done? Wait a minute. Kids. Going well? Ah, oh, kids, sorry, continue. There's so many people out there that are fighting a battle. They're combating so many issues. Mental health is a massive one in the cleaning community. And I just kind of think to myself, whatever helps, let them crack on, let them do it. You know, whatever makes you happy, you've got to do it. And I think... For me, I mean, in the beginning, it was a very much a turning point. You know, I used to go out and spend all my money on partying. Um, you know, that was my priority. And I was always hung over all the time and I never really had any motivation, any get up and go. Um, I wasn't doing enough good deeds in my life. Like, I wasn't helping anyone. And I think finding this particular thing has helped me to help others and help myself in the, in, in the, in the same respect. So like, do you I, think there's a massive connection with, with anxiety and mental health and cleaning? I think a lot of people can like, the thing is, I mean, obviously people use the term OCD, um, quite loosely. That's an actual condition, obviously, where people are obsessive compulsive and you can be an obsessive compulsive cleaner. For lots of people, they just enjoy it. They love to have a nice home. You know, they love to be surrounded by nice things or, you know, um, it just is a challenge what for one them. What is it for you? I think for me, you... I think for me, I actually discovered that I actually enjoyed cleaning when I was hungover. And it goes from being the last one at the party, you know, the one that's always up at 5am and then they turn all weird and they start cleaning up everyone's mess. And I think that's what started yeah, is it. is that you? Well, I pe- guess it's probably your mess you're cleaning though, isn't it? But people people <laughs> would wake up in the morning and go, oh my God, we haven't got a sticky floor or we haven't got a tread over like glass to get to the fucking bathroom. You know, people would wake up and go, oh my God, did you do that? And I go, yeah, I didn't even remember doing it. To, th- to think about all the good messages that, and the kindness and the support and I think to go up against, you know, one person a month who's saying, oh, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that, like, and being negative, I think that's, you know... I, I would like to end the website Tattle, but also I've been told that if you don't get on Tattle at least once in your life, you haven't made it. So What's Tattle? Tattle life is for influencers where people oh. people who don't have a life, they sign up and they do it with a secret account and then they pick on an influencer who they follow and then they make them even more famous by giving them their own forum. So the thing about these people is that they create a fake account on Instagram to watch you, then they go and create a fake account on Tattle Life to watch you and they go and watch one and then they go and report back to Tattle and they all talk about what they've just watched on Instagram and it's really funny to How watch. How fucking sad is that? I've never well, known anything more pathetic in my life. The thing is... I think I'd rather what, clean me fucking toilet. You'd rather fucking just get shit done and clean your own toilet than think about that. I'd exactly. rather get the mop out than do all that shit. Cool, that's a lot of work. That sounds like a lot of bloody effort, doesn't it? That's a whole new level of trolling. Yeah, it's 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 very weird. That's like FBI shit. It's very concerning, um, and I'm I'm concerned about people's well being on Tattle. Like I don't really get a lot, and if I do, I don't really care. Like I'm really privileged to have made it, but like (laughs) I I do I do kind of think as well. Like I'm more worried for them. um, Yeah, because they've obviously got. I don't have time to focus on that kind of thing. I, I, I couldn't imagine being somebody who dedicates my day 
to secretly watching somebody else to then go and talk about that somebody else and write about it online. Uh, I, I think I, one thing that's in common with you and everyone I've spoke to, Emma, Marcus, everyone, is that trolling happens everywhere and it's always some fucking keyboard warrior that don't use their real name that spies on everyone and I think it's a real thing and it's funny that every influencer that I influencer that I've spoken to have said you know I feel a little bit shit about that and I feel like it's happening to me and it's obviously a common thing isn't it I would actually say and I would always try and install in people if you can do what I do which is literally Imagine that every nameless and faceless person was a liar. So the comment they're telling you is a lie. So if they say, oh, you look like shit today or your voice is annoying or you're fat or you're ugly or you're um, a liar or a scrounger or, you know, whatever it is they've got to say, I think if you ever happen to read that comment... You've got to have a very thick skin, but also just shake it off and go, I don't know you, don't know your name, can't see your face, therefore it's just a lie. And then you quickly have to think about all the people that are behind you, that do support you and that do say nice things. And you have What's to learn. What's the best way of, of tackling trolls? Like, what would be your way of dealing with someone <clears throat> well, I don't that has sent you that message? I don't give them any airtime for a start. I don't reply to them. I don't really listen to them. I don't. I, it doesn't actually bother me. This is the thing. Like, I can read a comment no matter how bad it is. You know, people have written things like, "Oh, you, you know, you didn't spend any time with your dad recently when you, you know, when I went to say goodbye to my dad." They've said you were barely with him the whole time you were there. So what the fuck did you go for? How would they even know that? Exactly, because I didn't show it on social media. Um, but, like, they can say whatever they want in a comment and then you just have to learn to kind of go, that's not real, they're not real, and you just cancel it out. It isn't the nameless, faceless keyboard warriors that are hiding that is your biggest problem it's the people that pretend to be something they're not the people that claim to support you or your fellow influencers or you know people that are meant to be your friends even it's when they start turning on you that's actually what you should be more worried about what's your favorite thing to clean like what what do you go oh yeah that's a good clean is it the front room the bedroom the the bathroom it's got to be the kitchen is that everyone your loves thing? I think everyone loves cleaning the kitchen that is because I think I think if I had my way the kitchen would be the heart of the home and everyone would be sat oh, everyone yeah. would be sat around the kitchen I'm not a real sort of yeah. loungy cozy person that would have all a big lounge with you know blankets and stuff I would have the, an open kitchen which I have got obviously a dance floor who doesn't want a dance floor in their kitchen? We had to. You've got a dance floor in your house, in your kitchen? Yeah. Um, I'd like to see that one day. I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favourite thing to clean is definitely the kitchen. I think, but also the worst thing to clean for me is the bathroom. So I think when you get the bathroom bloody up to scratch, that's the one that gives you the most satisfaction. Because nobody wants to mm. do the bathroom really. You know, it's the one that no, takes the longest. No. What's your top tips? Top tips for the bathroom. Don't overdo it with water and product. Less product and also use a sponge to get all the water up with. Like... How do you get the lime scale around the ring of the toilet off? Um, well, don't let it build up in the first place. But I've, I, I know this is going to sound really bad, but I've used a credit card before. I've used a scraper I've used... Um, cool, you get right in there, didn't you? I've used HD lime scale remover. But the thing is, I think once it builds up to a certain point in discolours, the best thing to do is just chip it away, get rid of it. Get it back to white, at least. Get rid of the old toilet? <laughs> yeah. Bin it? Just bin it. If it gets so bad, bin it and buy a new one. No, but, um, yeah, I think... And that's another thing with Hinchin as well, is because when you when you're following somebody whose house... Because she just moved in when I started following her. 
Her house was pretty much perfect. They, Ooh. Mrs. Hinch. I'm going back to where where oh, I, where right. I started, or before I even started. When I was a lurker, everything was new, so it was maintenance. So, whereas I think if you, I think for a lot of people that if you've been in your house for five or ten years, things get worn down, things go like beyond the point of repair, and you just got to make do with it. If you haven't got the money to replace it, um, and I think. One thing that I've I've learned from all of this is that if you ever get anything new, try and look after it because... And I never had that before. You know, I'd buy something and it didn't matter what it was, I'd wreck it. Like, I'd ruin it. Straighteners, I'd drop them. Like, and I think if everything's got its place, like, if you clean a brand new something and maintain it, it's not going to break. It's not going to go discoloured. It's not yeah. going to go mouldy. It's not going to get ruined over time. It's maintenance and it's just saying to yourself, right, okay, well, I've just bought a £60 kettle. I'm going to look after the kettle or I'm going to buy another one in six months, yeah. you know? So I think yeah. everything, yeah. like when you're on a budget especially, I think everything that you buy is spe- is is sacred. I think kids as well, watching a lot of mums with kids... They would love to have nice things. My mum always said to me, I would have loved you to have not wrecked every single thing that I owned. But Mm. you kind of, you know, people get to the stage in life where they can have nice things and, you know, learn to look after them. And and I think it's a good thing to teach kids as well, you know. Well, yeah, it is. But I'm not being funny. But when you've got seven... It's very hard to keep up. When you've got seven kids, it's really hard to keep up. That Miss Hinch, well, she's got a, a baby, hasn't she? That stays in the same place, probably walks and now. I don't know, but it's not a bunch of kids that wreck the house. I think she would find her life very different if she was in that. But not just her anyway. I'm looking at all other people. I, I probably can't clean like you. I think at the end of the day, I think there is Insta, there's reality. I think Bad Bad Bummer is a very, very cold, bitter slice of reality that we all love. Um, And you would keep it real, obviously, like, your way is... It does represent so many mums, parents, people out there. I would love to be that person that cleans. I generally, but I mean, are, I wouldn't be following you if I didn't. But the think thing is, that. you are you are that person that cleans. When I first started my account, my mum said, "Well, what you're doing is what I've fucking done for thirty five fucking years." You know, I, and I, and my mum went, "No, I don't want to know about your fucking Zaflora. Your nan had Zaflora. Like I, <laughs> that's it's almost like you're doing what mums have always done, every and day. parents, not just mums, every day, every day. And I will always, always, and you're capitalising on our lives. One thing I will always <laughs> do is one thing. Now that I've done it, and I didn't do it voluntarily, this was something that I am denied about. Wasn't brave enough to do, but kind of subconsciously went. Well, I'll do it if I can hide. And then I was like, "Fuck, I can't hide anymore. There's thousands of them." I'm just going to carry on and do it. And then I thought I can either hold myself back and not and miss out on potentially meeting new people, um, working with companies that I would never, ever in a million years have dreamed. Like when Marks and Spencers emailed me, I couldn't believe it. Like Lenore, like people like that. I'm just like, how the hell do you know who I am? Like, and then... The, uh, You're the OH. Well, then they email back and go, well, you fucking tagged us every day for a year. Of course we know who you are. <laughs> Bastard. Um, But no, like, I I, I think if... I would always, always, always... If anyone ever said to me, do you recommend pressing that account, open account button, I would say do it. If you try it and it's not for you or you haven't got time or it's making you insecure, it's making you feel inferior, it's making you feel like you can't keep up or it's taking you away from your norm or your normality or what's around you... If it's su- if it's making your mental health suffer, step the fuck away, delete the account, and don't go back. But I have talked many people over this um, last two years into starting their own account, 
And I've refused to follow people back until they go away and create their own cleaning account. And they come back and now they're on 10,000 followers, you know, and they've just got a new set E given to them by DFS, gifted, or whatever. Whatever their their goal is, whether it's... Well, do you actually think you could help me get a new sofa if I start a cleaning account? Look, I think you're doing just... Well, you're doing well on your own. I mean, you got that rug doctor I saw on your one of your latest adverts. I did get a rug doctor, yeah. You know? I did. I've got rugs and a rug doctor. I've got rugs from Hall Rugs exactly. and a rug doctor. Exactly. You've got to start somewhere. But listen, if you were going to send me... If you were going to send me a starter kit, mm. right, okay, say, like, right, I'm going to send... Not, not to start... Because, um, you know, not everyone wants an Instagram account. Just to start my new calming anxiety stress level reducing cleaning yeah. routine <clears throat> what would my starter kit involve for you um well for anyone not just me so i think a starter kit would involve a good all-round multi-purpose cleaner i think a good disinfectant um i think especially in covid it's good to have anti-back everything Blast cans, designer fragrances, or a Febreze, something that's going to make the air smell good. I think when you walk into a room and it smells nice, it don't matter if they haven't dusted for four months or whether they've cleaned the bin. I think if it smells nice when you walk in and it's not, you know, cover-up smell, I think if a room genuinely smells nice, it smells clean. Yeah, because I suppose you're more like a maintenance account aren't you really well you're not you're like this is how you keep stuff that you've bought that's expensive you keep it looking new and i'm going to show you how to do that yeah keep it nice um and obviously one of the main things is giving everything a place you know i find as well labeling things baskets keeping everything stored neatly labels i love labels on everything oh i love that you know i love all them plastic pots in the cupboards with the labels yeah, on they're my favorite exactly you better not have fucking stolen them because you wouldn't know where the rice was if you didn't have one of them would you no. you wouldn't know where the bread was and you would you know if you didn't have it labeled you wouldn't fucking know you'd lose the biscuits well, and all, all it's sorts, bloody you giving know? you lot easy access when you come round. well so i I'm i think i think there's definitely pros and cons i mean like fitness people like chefs like weight watchers makeup MUAs, hairdressers, everyone's out there doing their own thing, trying to be different, trying to be creative, trying to be motivational, sharing what they've got, trying to make a difference. And I think cleaning is just another community. There is no argument, there is no argument that Mrs. Hinch has made it completely on a next level, different scale. Um, You know, she's opened up a huge huge community of people that have all bonded together and one thing i will say about that not everyone but one thing i will say is that they are the most supportive people um and there's this saying nobody supports you as much as a social media friend that you've never met and i think at some point in everyone's life you know like when you're at school and you had a pen pal that you'd never met like, it's weird to think that we're liking pictures of people's living rooms and I'm never going to go to her house for a cuppa because you just... <laughs> like, but the, but, well, you do know, you pretty much do go to their house for a well, cuppa. Well, I've been, I've been lucky because I've met a good 50 or 60 people and I think for me, that to me just shows, like, how far I've come as a person because before I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have gone and met somebody Mm. in person and I wouldn't have gone into somebody's house that I'd never met. I wouldn't have gone and met them in public, you know, um, because it just wasn't me. You know, hence why I don't go on Grindr, (laughs) you know, because, you know. Not that kind of girl. (laughs) But, um, no, it's a very, very powerful tool, social media. It can break, it can make you and it can break you. But either way, this is the way that the world's headed, um, a lot of the companies that I work with, they rely on people like myself and other influencers to um, spread the word and show their product um, because they can't afford to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds on TV. Um, and, yeah, there's a lot of small businesses out there 
um, that I didn't know existed. You know, I used to go on Etsy a lot and go shopping, but I never realised who, you know, that it was Barbara making the wax melts in her living room with mould and that they were called, you know, Waxalicious. I, did, I didn't realise, <laughs> you know, I didn't realise that there were real businesses out there that were real people and they were just trying to sort of make, yep. change their life, you know. And I think if yep. I'm able to do that... There's not everything's a big corporation. People can look at my version of being an influencer because I don't wear all the fashion and I'm not in Dubai. Um, they could look... Doobie. <clears throat> They could look at that and think and and try and discredit it and try and, you know, say that it's not as glamorous or as interesting as being, you know, a fitness model or, a, you know, whatever it is they're out there doing, you know. But we're all right. We're all good. We've got a very, very tight-knit, very strong community. And when I needed them to come through for me and do me a favour there was hundreds of them that were willing to give up their time and, and do it instantly. And that mm-hmm. that speaks volumes, you know? Yeah. I think that you're a lovely bunch. Well, we... And you're very supportive of each other. And, you. you know, at the end of the day, if it makes you happy... You make us laugh. Yeah. Well, I think you're all trying to, to conform me and, and make me a hincher, but I just... I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know where to start, to be honest. But I love watching it. I do. You know, and I've had a, quite a few goodies out of it. I've had a rug doctor, and I've had a SIBO, and I do try my best. But sometimes I'm just a very busy woman, and I can't be fucked. Exactly, and that's why we love you. But I bet behind my back, you're like she's a dirty bitch. Oh yeah, all the time. What does Kim Woodburn say? Well, even Kim Woodburn washed her hair before she went on camera. Oh fuck you. <laughs> This is a podcast. You don't have to wash your fucking hair. That's true. Face for radio, I have. I've got the air for radio. Right. Trust me. Well, on that note... Yeah. It's been a pleasure. It's been good to speak to you. Yeah. Congratulations on your new podcast. I am honoured to have been part of it. Um, And we will see... Well, Miss Inch weren't available and so I thought... Oh, I bet she weren't. So you went for the next best thing. I thought I'd ask the next best thing. I did. All right. I did. Thank you very much. And I'll be looking forward to my starter pack in the post. Yeah. I'll be getting my credit card out to scrape the lime scale off my toilet. Yeah. Don't tell anyone about that one, though. But, yeah. And I'll be uh, relieving my anxiety with my bleach. And your house won't smell a dog and kids. Well, I haven't even got a dog, so I don't know what you're talking about. Right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I will speak to you soon. It's lovely to see you anyway. Right, the OH, thank you for joining me today and I will see you on the gram. Do you think they believe that we didn't know each other? No, shall I stop recording now? Yeah, fuck it.